0: Yo, what's up, what's up, it's Nick Boucher here with your friend in business B2B sales podcast coming in hot today on all the ups and downs and waves of sales that you will run into and look forward to spitting at you today and uh, reviewing and having some great topics to talk about. So listen up, here we go, let's do this. Yeah, I'm sitting here, I can't believe it's the first of the year already, Uh, uh, starting over, like uh, that word starting over, um, back at zero, or got to do this all over again, Um, all this stuff, it's like, it just comes right at you, right? It's like, in sales, you're just, uh, just, everyone just thinks it's a refresh or a restart, or they're back at zero, and... I just don't believe in back to zero. My thing is always been just pushing, pushing forward and continue on with the excellence that you try to position in sales. And so when you think, think about starting over at zero, your mindset just automatically goes, okay, well, I'm just, uh, you know. I have to do everything back again, I have to, you know, get get going again, I got to get motivated again, and that's really a tough way to start off a year. Um, actually it was, it was a cool conversation I had on Sunday, um, New Year's Eve, a day we decided to go, I'm a big Raiders fan, so I love the Raiders, unfortunately. Uh, they lost again. (laughs) But I got all dressed up. We went to this pretty cool place called Sports Social. Um, It's at this place in Fenton, uh, which is a really high-end, nice shopping center. And I wanted to check out the game. I had my whole Raiders gear jersey. My wife and I and my daughter, Alexi, went. Um, And we were geared up for the game, got there early, sat down, had some you know, appetizers and the game started. Right. And, um, you know, there's the three of us just chatting and all of a sudden, um, about 20, 30 minutes into the game. Um, you know, I look to my right and this lady says, Oh my God, it's Pat McAfee. (laughs) I was laughing. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, I'm not Pat McAfee. I wish I was, but, um, not, but, um, Anyways, uh, it turns out that the lady who said that was one of my daughter's friends from soccer's moms, and it. I know the dad. The dad was coming out of the bathroom, and he was like, "Nick, what's up?" And I'm like, "Oh, what's up, man? How's everything going?" And he goes, "Oh, we're just we just came in. we were trying to find table places. Packed." I'm like, "Well, you guys come sit with us. Let's sit down and have a good conversation, and you know we'll move the tables around." So we settled in. And you know the two of them, uh, we were just talking. And it turns out they're both in sales. I didn't realize both of them were sales. I knew that Matt had worked um, at a company called Snowflake and he you know led a team there. But I forgot or didn't realize that his wife was also um, at SaAS, um, so she also is a major player at at the company and both in sales and um, you know, I first of all, I couldn't imagine both both, um, you know, husband, wife being in sales, like my wife and I being in sales together, I just couldn't fathom that. Like it would just, just the ups and downs and, um, the moods that I go through. I couldn't imagine two of us going through that. Um, so anyways, we were talking and, you know, just kind of shooting the shit, whatever. And he started mentioning, you know, starting over, and, you know, having to go through the grind again of this year and getting a new objective and getting a new pipeline and getting all this stuff. And, and his wife was echoing that. And I said, well, I don't kind of see it that way. You know, how I see it is um, it's different because it should be a, just a, a movement of what you've already started. No matter if you're starting in a new company and bringing your skill set from before Or if you're just coming off a really great December and into January, it should be business as usual. It should be just let's get going, you know, just keep the flow going. What was successful? What wasn't successful for you? Like, I don't understand this zero right going back to zero like you you're having to start all over again i i i i think that if you like i said if you have that mentality so i said to matt i said listen what what do you think about uh a way to think about on another level like it's just another month it's just going in and continuing it and he's like i actually never thought of it that way and i said yeah um, I mean, I always go into a year. Yes, I do. I refresh. I'm actually taking some time away. Yes, I don't go right into it right away. Like I can't just jump into it right away for the new year. I have to re reestablish what I was doing, but I also have to get my mindset to an idea behind starting this new process and new plan. Not a new year. So sometimes you have to kind of readjust your mission, your objectives, what you were doing. Um, we came off a very successful year this year for my team, and it was awesome. Like we had a great mindset, great plan, great execution. We executed on both our missions um, that were, you know, pretty substantial objectives and plans, and we stuck to it and we hit those numbers. Um, and the biggest piece to that is now I have to recreate um, a new mission, a new plan, and so I have to take a little time to think about that. And so, I strongly su- suggest each of you to take a step back while you're kind of getting into the mode of a new year, new you, is kind of figuring out what your mission for this year is. Like, what is your long term mission? Like, what's your long term plan and execution? Um, And one of the biggest things that I think reps, salespeople or anyone just gets kind of caught up in is this whole like I've depleted my pipeline. Like I don't have partners that I can work. I don't have a great forecast going into it. I don't I've utilized all my resources and I just call bullshit on that. Generally, I just I don't believe that because um, if you you get your mindset around that, then you're ultimately going to. It's gonna be a, a a tough January, but if you get your mindset on, hey, I have to take the next approach. I have to build my next plan. I have to utilize some of the resources that are in front of me. Now you can get out there and go and really execute on on this mission. And so, as I think about over the next ten days, my mission of what I want to bring to the team. I challenge each of you to figure out your own long-term mission for this year and what it looks like, as opposed to going in with that short mindset to say, oh man, I'm back at zero, I have a low pipeline, what am I supposed to do, woe is me. Um, Salespeople tend to do that, like, you know, I got a text earlier today, like, thank God quarter four was over. Like, that was the worst quarter of my um, my year last year. Well, make your first quarter the best time. Like, get out of that mindset of back and for, you, know, you got to move on. And so I think about one of the biggest ways to do that is getting into your pipeline, right? So how are you going to attack your pipeline right away? What are the things you missed last year? Who are the clients that you may have gotten... Um, that you just couldn't push over the edge or they blew you off or they had some issues. So I'm really going to talk about like healthy pipeline for this year and what that looks like. And so, um, you know, I am a big LinkedIn user. I've been big in LinkedIn for a long time. The social aspect is important as I'm doing a podcast (laughs) right now and ultimately going to do this sales show as Uh, three times a week to really position this wake up and and let's rock kind of idea um, around sales. But, you know, one of the biggest things is how are you using your LinkedIn for your your, um, networking, your prospecting, your uh, education, connecting with people, um, you know, building that brand. A lot of people think that um, you should only be connected to people that know you. Now, I generally don't believe that. I think that you should connect to people that maybe you've connected with or seen, but they may not know you, but you've connected in some way. Um, whether it's with a business or you're a partner in their business, but they don't know you. So I'm a big reach out person and asking for um, for for prospects. And the best way to do that is really building that brand in in, in LinkedIn and 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 ultimately being someone that is providing relative information, someone that is. Looking to drive um, your business forward, not the business you work for, but the businesses that they're promoting or working with, and then most most importantly, like you know, staying up to date, right? Like staying up to date with what's relevant. Like people want to know what's relevant in today's society. They want to know what's in, in, interesting in what you have to to talk about. And so when you start kind of building that brand and that idea then you can start um, really promoting on, on LinkedIn. The other thing about LinkedIn that I really like is the connection that you make with people. And that connection with people that you make is, going to be maybe you're going to see them at a show or you're going to be at a conference or you're just kind of connecting with them because they have some relevant information that you want to learn from them and so i think using linkedin this year is a huge opportunity and i think a lot of that um people have kind of said oh my god people on linkedin it's so annoying but Um, ultimately it's a really great business tool that is available for you at pretty much no cost. I mean, you can get LinkedIn navigator and you can get the premium version, believe it or not, I'm not even on the premium version. I probably should, but I'm not. Um, but you really need to understand and the way that LinkedIn helps you is you're looking deeper into the people that you can identify in your pipeline, right? And so I think a lot of people utilize one contact in in their pipeline, and they keep hitting the same person over and over again. And so yes, that can be kind of difficult to a longer process, but I think it's so important to identify other people outside of um, of the of the person you've been working with. You know, you have to potentially identify new champions. You have to identify potentially new people that can come after and build plans and execute on that. And so, I think it's so important um, to really dig deeper this year on on your pipeline specifically. The contacts you have and start updating that more often and going in and say, okay, I've been working with this controller the whole time, but I have I have no access to the CEO or CFO or whatever it may be. So I think that's an important piece to this. Um, another thing that I think that we missed out this year, and I think it's a great way to bring and build your pipeline, is asking for referrals. Um, I would be strongly reaching out to people and asking people for referrals and It's all the people that you sold last year. How's your business going? You don't have to start with, hey, can you give me a referral? I think the biggest piece is reaching out and saying, hey, thank you so much for your business last year. I know you've... um You've done a great job, and you've utilized my solution. You've seen the success of it. I was hoping maybe I could invite you to uh, lunch, um, or send you lunch once a month or once a quarter, um, as and I could rely on you to be a referral when I need it. And I think even that piece um, can start getting the conversation. Maybe to say, hey, actually work with another customer or companies that could refer you out, and so. Utilizing the referral base is so important in, in today's society and especially in sales is because you're, the people you sold obviously really um, are are liking what you have to offer. And more importantly, they know what it takes to get there. And so asking for a referral, you know, it's, it's huge for, for companies. I also think understanding what you've done in the past around discovery, right? So I'm I'm a huge into discovery. I think it's the 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 building block of all sales process, but the discovery itself has been kind of lost in a lot of pieces. And and what I mean by that is a lot of people aren't taking the fourth or fifth layer of questions. Some people say two or three. I think you need to go four or five layers and it needs to go deeper around um the people that you're discovering the people that you're talking to like how are you talking to those people like how how do you position yourself in their business like if you're a CFO what do they do what are their challenges and right now and have you interviewed a CFO recently and how have you interviewed that person like what are you going into this year kind of nervous about? What are you needing? What are your expectations? What are those missions? What is your CFO's mission? What is the mission for your company this year? And so if you can dig deeper in those discovery and take time in those discoveries, you're going to get a better prospect and you're going to get a better uh, pipeline going because you're really taking that deeper conversation. And then I always say, okay, your current um, maybe you're using Salesforce or maybe you're using HubSpot or maybe you're using a CRM, but what's your inter- internal CRM? Like, I yes, I understand you're using your, your company's CRM, but what's your CRM? How are you managing your customer relationship management system? How are you building those relationships internally? Like everyone's like, Oh yeah, I go to Salesforce and I review it. That's great. Or sales, whatever you're doing, sales off, whatever you're on. But, How are you actually looking into your CRM? Are you filling out the fields that are necessary? Are you taking notes? Are you transitioning AI? There's so much, um, uh, I mean, uh, intelligent capabilities to note-taking and filling out. Are you reciprocating that from your discovery? Are you doing recaps that are impactful? Like, take another look at how you're managing your CRM and... Great question to yourself, can you pull reports? Can you pull your own reports of um, closed loss? Can you pull your own reports of customers that you've missed over the years? Can you actually pull your partner's information? When was the last time you really took a class around your CRM, like understanding the deeper layers of your sales force or your sales loft or whatever you're using again? That that is huge to really take a deeper dive in your CRM. I think it's so valuable that people just don't spend a lot of time on. I'm, I'm doing a Gong certification right now. Use Gong um, as, a, as a leader, frontline leader, and I'm doing a certification. Am I doing it because my companies asked me? No, I'm doing it because I think it will help me to really take a deeper dive into how to utilize the applications in front of you. So any technologies that you may have. Another piece that I found so often towards the end of this year is contacts, right? So I'm a big get on the phone. I'll call people. Like I love that. I'll engage. I think more people need to get back on the phone, which is definitely something that people have like kind of gone away from completely or they just don't feel comfortable with it. But what number do you have of your champion? What's the telephone number? Not the office number, but the actual phone number of the person you're talking to is so important. Can you text that person? Can you email that person, or excuse me, can you call that person and will they answer directly? Well, do you have the right contacts in your CRM? Like I must've asked some of my reps or, or teammates a couple times, like, hey, do you have this person's number? No, I have to look it up. Oh, maybe I do have it. Those kind of things are so important updating it, right? And then I already talked about this, like strengthening your personal brand, right? Like internally and externally. I think one of the biggest pieces and the misses that um, a lot of reps do is they aren't really engaging internally to get better. And some people just think that because they've been around for 10 plus years, or they've been in sales for 20 years, they don't need help or resources. And frankly, Things get old, your, your processes get old, the way that you approach your conversations get old. So you have to continue educating and getting better and driving new ways to approach situations that may not be um, applicable to you as a, a salesperson, but the resources that your company may have that you've never reached out to, this is a perfect time to do it. Say, you know, hey, last year I really wasn't engaging in your resources. I want to jump on some open office hours. I want to learn a little bit more about what you can do. I'd love to bring you on calls with me. Um, I'd love to go in the market with you. What can you do to jump out to that uh, and leap out to people internally that will be helping you strengthen your brand? Um, I think it's so important and it's might be a miss that you had over the years just thinking you know we get all these emails from internally congratulate people on their success of last year like shooting a a quick slack or internal email saying hey great job last year thank you for helping me out or great job on your on on what you do how or how did you get so successful like what did you do to get to where you are like interview internal um, reps that's such a huge way to kind of build your brand and internally. And then again, back to being a thought leader, like what are you doing in to educate yourself and educating your clients to get to the next level? I think it's so important to be a thought leader in the market. Um, and it's so important to say, okay, I am, I am driving this business forward and this is what I want to do from, from now on. And so being a thought leader is so important. And then, okay, so workflows, right? Um, it's so important to have success templates, right? Or workflows that other people have have been successful, so you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. I find it so hard. And I find it so difficult for people to find good emails. They're finding, you know, good conversations, good ways to reach out to the public, how you're reaching out to your prospects. Like, you should find really good, successful templates that other people are using or you're using or workflows and re- and continue using them like drive home that capability because that is the key to it is having a really great um, subject line that stands out, maybe it's a value that you're showing um, your customers. Give like specific um, uh, directions on how to move forward and next steps, like consistent workflows that have been helpful for other reps and maybe some that you've done. Maybe sit and, and do a workflow um, like a practice with, with one of your teammates and see how that flows. And then make it easier for prospects to be to, to reply like, make it easy for them. Like you either give them your cell phone number, you give them an email, make it easy for them to want to reply. Yes, no. Like I've seen some people just writing, okay, I'm available, um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Like, Dude, no one wants to go into their calendar and pick seven times that's your availability. Make one time available and ask them if that works or not. If it doesn't, then they'll pick a new time. But I see so many people being like, "Does uh, these ten times work for you?" That's so hard for a prospect to answer. They don't want to. They they don't want to look at that. They don't have time specifically to go into their calendar and match up your calendar and be like, "Oh yes, perfect." this tuesday works just perfectly for my tuesday at 1 p.m but wait he has thursday at 3 p.m available too like that that doesn't work like it's just annoying and people don't want to get involved in that um and then don't underestimate the follow-up like you have to continue following up like it is and the word follow-up i go i know people are in on instagram saying the word follow-up is cheesy but create a system that is truly a follow up. Sometimes you don't need to even say it's a follow up. This is what we're going to be doing. This is the path moving forward. And I'm going to schedule my next time. So continuing that cadence, continuing that process throughout the, 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 um, the, 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 the whole sales cycle, the whole plan and execution that's the way to go. You cannot build a plan without a process in place. And so, having a really true cadence, a real plan and execution across the board will really keep you on schedule. It's just like working out. It's just like, okay, I'm not going to work out one day and then go back to the gym three days. Well, a lot of people will this year. <laughs> like, that's another thing. It's like, I got to start, like, kind of figure out new times to go to the gym because everyone knows the next couple of weeks, everyone's going the damn gym, but you know, and then they'll fade out, fade away. But the people that stay on the cadence and work through it throughout the year are the ones that are game changers, right? Those are the ones that you can see, okay, wow. They've definitely focused on their, their mindset. They definitely focused on their workout. They're definitely going every single day. That's the follow-up. That's what a clients expect. So continue following up. It's so important when you're trying to improve your process. And so when I look at all these things and when I take a step back and I go, what am I going to do for this year? What is my plan and execution? One of the things, again, that I'm going to look at, I'm going to take some time to reflect. You have to reflect on your year. You can't jump right into this thing and be like, yeah, I'm going right back now. Yes. Is it business as usual? Absolutely. But you also have to take a step back, reflect, see what you did right. Right. And then ultimately, don't go in the mindset of, oh man, I'm back at zero, I got all this stuff, this pipeline sucks, like you can't go in with that mindset. You have to go in with a really great mission, you have to go in with a long-term plan, you have to go in with the thought process that this is just another week that I'm going to hit hard and this is another plan and execution that I can make happen. And then it'll prove your sales pipeline, going into your pipeline, learning different approaches, understanding what that takes, you know, making sure that you're got a successful pipeline, build your personal brand internally and externally, you know, learn and how to really take that fourth, fifth level of discovery ask for some referrals, make sure you're asking for referrals because that's key to success. And then most importantly, dig deep into those identifiers, dig deep into those people that you've been working for with, find different contacts this year and utilize the prospecting tools that you have in front of you. So um, anyways, let's not get out this year and be like, hey, I'm a zero hero. Let's not go there. Let's, um, you know, let's kind of focus on the, the success Let's make it another great 2024. Let's pack this in, let's go forward. And I'm excited to continue these sales showcase shows Um, that I'm going to do periodically through the year um, as I continue on my path to um, getting better and and improving my sales process. Hoping you guys are um, improving yours as well. And I hope this helps uh, to get you guys there. So look forward to um, a successful time. Look forward to kind of spitting at you in the coming weeks ahead. Enjoy your drive or enjoy your um, wherever you are listening to this. And I will talk to you soon. Cheers, y'all. Bye.